What's up, Buds? What's up? BJ and Daryl bring to you Buds Watch Wrestling. I'm BJ. Well, not Daryl, and this week we watched wrestling. Yeah, some of it. Yeah. Not all of it. I'm not yeah. watching all this empty arena stuff. No. I got I got four hours a week, and I've even put been putting a day in between those. Like. I did not this week. I watched Dynamite on Wednesday and NXT on Friday. I watched them back to back this week, on Thursday. Nice. Yeah. But let's turn off as always with Monday, almost always Monday Night Raw, brother, yeah. brother. Unless it's pay per view. Unless it's pay per view, which is not. It is not. Next time. Next two no. times. Yeah. Next, next time. Wants and wheels, right. motherfuckers. Right. Which those are always good times. Money on the rooftop. Money on the rooftop. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucking a. Let's go. Uh. So let's see. MVP had an interview segment. And it set up a match with Apollo Crews, Aleister Black, and Rey Mysterio against Andrade Garza and Austin Theory. Yes. Yep. Yep. And the faces won. Hooray! And something happened. Oh, this was... Yeah. And then it set up for, like, Apollo versus... Because Apollo got the win. Like, over Andrade. That's pretty dope. And then they're... Apollo gets a U.S. title shot. Right. And then, yeah, he gets a U.S. title shot. I'm pretty sure it was the main event. Um, I think it was. But there was a backstage segment uh, after this where Cruz was backstage and Andrade comes back to talk shit and Cruz slapped the fuck out of him. I saw that. That was, that was a, a hell, hell of a fucking hell slap. Hell of a fucking slap. I loved it. This is... The, like, it sucks that this is the Andrade or the Apollo like we've always needed for the past three years that he's been on the main roster and then now he's hurt and out of the ladder match. and Right. You know? Fucking shit. I don't know if he's really hurt, but it's. Uh, I hope he's at least getting a storyline out of all this shit. Yeah, hopefully. And get some t- screen time. I agree. I concur so, 100%. But yeah, the Apollo Crews we saw Monday was dope. Mm-hmm. I like um, Apollo Crews. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Me too. Uh, there was supposed to be a Nia Jax versus Shayna Baszler versus Asuka match. Mm-hmm. But Nia just took them, the other two out with ladders. Yes, and that was it. And then told Charlie Caruso that she does what she wants. Very loudly screaming. I, I do what I want. <laughs> uh, Bobby Lashley took on Denzel DeJournay. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. It probably is, though. Yeah, Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington. Junior. Junior. Uh, yeah, Bobby won, obviously. Ah, uh, yeah. Because we can't even pronounce this guy's name. Yeah. Um... Let's see. Liv Morgan took on Ruby Riot. Yeah. Um, that happened. Again. Right. And Liv Morgan won. Again. And Sarah Logan's still fired. Yes. Yeah. But, yeah, Liv won two in a row. It's not right. 50-50, which is weird. I don't I don't know what to say about yeah. this. It's pretty dope. There you go. Um, Good job, Liv. Oh, fuck. You did it. Accidentally refreshed. No! <clears throat> All right, um, well, let's start off Monday Night Raw, brother, brother. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and then Buzz were like what the fuck yeah then after the match Byron interviewed Liv and um I don't know Liz says she has she's trying to figure out who she is and what that means and I don't know I mean yeah she's if you gonna remember it was just a handful of months ago she thought she was a lesbian and mm-hmm. now I don't know if she is or not she doesn't Great. know if she is or chilling not chilling in the bathtub and whatever who I don't know. knows um, she's no Emelina that's for damn sure mm-hmm. yeah uh, and we had some stuff between, or I think it was just a uh, video package on the Street Profits and the Viking Raiders. Yes. So, then, debut of the fucking year, re-debut, uh, return. Re-debut of the year. Return, that's what it's called. The return. Akira Tozawa took on Jinder Mahal. The modern day Maharaja. Yeah. Which was dope. Right. Good to see Jinder back. I was just starting to get into him when he got hurt and left. Right. So, right. His title reign sucked, but then afterwards he was starting to actually, yeah, be dope. So, I'm hoping. I kind of want him versus, him versus Drew at some yeah. point. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Right. I'm telling you, man. He Slater's fucking kayfabe. He's coming I, back. Oh, I hope so. He's coming back. Yeah. Um. Oh, and obviously Gender won with the Claws. So. Right. So Claws is a pretty good move. Mm-hmm. Um, it's up there and then yeah US Championship Andrade versus Apollo 
Is this main event? Main event. Uh, no. no, it wasn't okay. actually. Not main event. Maybe Sorry the ten o'clock hour would be my guess. Okay. Top of the top of the hour. top of the hour. Top of the hour event. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but a good match. But um, Andrade does does win. Of course he does. Yeah. But because he hurt his knee or something, I don't know. Apollo got but, hurt. And then there was a. Yeah, Apollo got hurt. Um. And then Ricochet and Cedric Alexander took on Ever-Rise, which was Matt Martell and Chase Parker. Yes. So, obviously, Ricochet and Cedric won there. Yeah. Squishing um, the job. And then MVP says that... the Because, the, oh, this was... Was the draft? Oh, this was after the draft. Because the draft was last weekend. He was talking about the NFL draft and saying that uh, he... Wanted to draft his own tag team. Okay. So he's going to be apparently manager for Shane Thorne and Brendan Vink. Oh, yeah, those guys. Yeah. I remember them. Right. Okay. So. Sure. Yeah, why uh, not? Fuck mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But fuck it. I heard the uh, Dolphins did well in the draft this year. Mm-hmm. And they got we'll see. Good prospects. Depends, if, depends how two it turns out. Fair enough. That's really what it is. I hope um, it turns out well. Yeah. Uh, they have oh, a good color scheme. I like them. Right. It's the best part. Uh, oh, and then Apollo Crews was shown, yeah, his knee was all iced up, and Charlie tries to talk to him, and he's all, like, crying and shit and apologizing for getting injured and just couldn't speak, and it was really well done. Like it's the end of his push. Right. One night. One night only. Look like what happened to Mustafa Ali and Kofi Kingston because of it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah. One little tweak, and that's your shot. You only get one chance. Mom's spaghetti. Mom's spaghetti. Um, and then Jerry's in the ring. I think they did a contract signing between, yeah, McIntyre and Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins looked fucking dope. Like, whatever he was dressed in, it was He like, looked like you know, a fucking hitman, dude. Right? It was sweet. Yeah, he looked badass. Yeah. It was like a fucking hitman Jesus. Yeah, I liked it. It was pretty cool. Yeah. But... And this was what you expected. Murphy got involved and all that fun shit. So. McIntyre still stood tall, though. Yeah, he did. Fucking Claymore kicked well, both of them. Yeah. He stood tall and Seth ran off like a little pussy. That's what he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's his gimmick. Yep. Only, that's, he's, that's, only he's doing it way better this time. Yeah, it's true. It's been a lot better this time. Yeah. I'm liking this heel run from, mm-hmm. from Rollins. It wasn't all, all about it at first, but it's getting there. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. So. He lost a lot of steam with fucking Bray Wyatt, too. Yeah. Like, that whole horse shit right. before the turn, like, didn't help. Yeah. And it took him a little bit to start gaining momentum as a heel. So, mm-hmm. yeah. He's getting there, so. But that was Monday Night Raw, brother, brother. Brother, brother. That takes us on AEW Dark, yeah. where they had two matches for us this week. Yeah. yeah. First one was uh, Jimmy Havoc and Sean Dean. So. This was fun. Yeah. I didn't get to watch it. Jimmy Havoc won. Jimmy, he did. The Acid Rainmaker. You know I like Havoc. He's a good match. Me too. He's a good guy. And then the uh, Best Friends took on Lee Johnson and Musa. This was fine too. Yeah. Musa's uh, uh, been around a couple times. Yeah. Three or four matches now with all this shit going down. So, but yeah, obviously the, the Best Friends won this one. Because right. you got to get the people what they want. You do. So, and yeah, they won. Yeah. That, that was, was dark. Uh, that was dark, and that takes us on to AEW Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah, they started off with a video package for Cody Rhodes versus Darby Allen. Mm-hmm. Their video packages are really well done. Yeah, they have been on point lately. Yeah. Like, this made it feel like the most important match in the world, and it's only the semifinals. Like, Agreed. dope. Um, Actually, that's almost... That's almost word for word what I said about the segment, like what you just said. Mm-hmm. Like that's literally what I said because it did. It made it feel like the most important thing in the world. Yeah, and it's only semifinals. Right, we're not even to the finals match yet. <laughs> right, it was excellent. Yeah, um, and then we had that match. Then we had the match. What? Bam, bam! Thank you, officer. Yeah. Um, I'm still up in the air about the ending. So here's the deal. Like We've been so conditioned for the swerve to expect the swerve that they didn't swerve anything. They're just giving us the straight-up storyline right. of Cody Archer. Cody wins the tournament because he really should win this tournament, right. honestly. And there you go. Wada-bing, wada-boom. As long as Alan gets the win back right. here in the next couple of months, yeah. 
It's going to be fine. Right. It's going to be it's not. He's going to be the guy to yeah. take the belt off Cody. No, it's not actually like Darby went or losing and Cody went. It's how it happened. It's how it happened. I, I just don't know how I feel about it yet. I think... It was interesting, but I don't think it I was... I think that they thought it was going to look better than it did, right. honestly. I do, too. Because I, yeah, I don't think... It didn't look all that great. Me. Plus, it didn't help that neither guy's shoulders were down right. at all but yeah. the count. And but if you buds don't know, yeah, he went... It was... A, Darby went for the coffin drop. Well, Cody yeah. went for it first, right. like kind of a fuck you, because he already hit him with a crossroads right. that Alan kicked out of. Yeah. So then Cody goes to the top, and he did a decent-looking coffin drop, mm-hmm. but Darby got his knees up, yep. and then Alan went up and hit a fucking one of his best coffin drops. That was, like, right mm-hmm. on point, beautiful. And then he just Cody just kind of rolled him over yeah. and into the surprise roll yeah. out of nowhere. And I think that was... Three. Yeah, and I think that was my problem. He hit it beautifully, and I think if he... He should have overshot it, and it would have looked better. Because Cody had to do too much movement to roll him into that pin. So I think this was a. Was, I think yeah. this was just an example of good idea, poor execution. Yeah, yeah. Um, but still, yeah. Cody picked up the win. And he's mm-hmm. going on to the finals yes. for the new TNT Championship. Yep. Yep. Um, and then we got part three, apparently, of the Scorpio Sky videos because we had two last week, and then we got. Yeah. Another one this week of like how he joined SCU and got with those guys. It was kind of cool. There was mm-hmm. one line in particular I didn't care for, but it okay. was so minor on the scheme of things it yeah. didn't really fucking matter. So it was something like, mm. basically, like I don't remember how he said it, but what he basically said was like he had no clue where his direction was in life until he started doing the worst town gimmick. And I'm right. like, how did you saying a couple lines change your life? Like that doesn't make any sense. Right. But it didn't fit the scheme of everything. Like, on its own, mm-hmm. it's whatever. I mean, yeah. it is one of his popular things. This is the worst town I've ever mm-hmm. been in. So I get that he, if he meant, like, it was helping him find his way as a wrestler or something, as a character. Mm-hmm. But it just seemed out of place with everything else. I don't remember exactly what he said. It's something right. along those lines. But other than that, though, all three of these were really fucking well done. Yeah. I think we said it last week, but it made Sky feel just, like, as big as he did right before he fought Jericho for the yeah. championship. Right. Yeah, fuck yeah. This was dope. I enjoyed it. Me too. Uh, we had another MJF segment. Um, <laughs> this was fucking fantastic. This was good. I, I don't think it was as good as last week's. I no, last, last week's, week's was better. better. Um, but yeah, it said that he his hangnail is all healed, um, and he was preparing to come back to the ring, but he, uh, he can't because he nicked himself shaving. It said he was from a different place a different city this time than where he was last week oh, even cool. though he was in front of the same house and, I didn't notice that. and also it said that he was at like a ring rats whatever like it was a ring rats house or something oh. like that like yeah i don't know i thought it was kind <laughs> yeah. of funny though it's good um yeah and then wardlow took on musa god one. damn did he win yeah he fucking, that knee off the top rope, that whatever choke slam mm-hmm. thing into that fucking knee was brutal looking. Yeah. And he didn't fuck around when he power mm-hmm. bombed him. He probably could have won from that knee, but his yeah. finisher is the power bomb. So. Right. right. Uh, then, what I think is the best of the three of these, uh, the Bubbly Bunch. Uh, yeah, this was fantastic. This was so good because, yeah, they did the Manitoba Melee, which. Is what they called it. But if any of you buds out there have seen the videos lately where people are like, you know, they're at home and then they change into whatever their costume is or whatever and then they throw the phone to someone else. And they do the same thing. And they do the same thing. It was kind of the same thing here. Uh, Same idea, only with kicks and punches and stuff. But my favorite part, because so right about in the middle of this whole thing, there's goddamn Lou Ferrigno with a fucking taser. Yep. And when I saw it, because it was, I mean, they were all pretty quick, but I'm, I I specifically said, was that Lou Ferrigno I didn't say with that. a taser? I did the same thing. And then at the very end, Jericho's first, or Jericho's line was, was that Lou Ferrigno <laughs> with a taser? <laughs> like, that was fucking fantastic. I picked him out specifically, mm-hmm. and, yeah. um... I mean, this was basically uh, Friends of Chris Jericho. Yeah. I picked out Duff McKagan. Yeah, Duff McKagan. And um, Mike Jones. Who? Virgil. Right. Uh, Virgil was there. I picked him out. Corey Taylor from Slipknot was there. Yeah, Corey Taylor. Yep. Vicky Guerrero was there. Kevin Smith. 
Vicky had um, one of the best spots. Yeah, hers was great. Um, Gabriel Iglesias. Yeah, um, uh, Jason Mewes as well. Yeah, Jason Mewes. Both him and Kevin, Kevin Smith, Smith, right. Um, yeah, and so then obviously was, all the guys in the inner circle. It was basically and, Chris Jericho's friends. Yeah. Like, everybody he could get to do a video real right. quick before they had to put it together. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking dope. really fucking Yeah, dope. I like that. That was good. Um, so, yeah. And then we got a no DQ match between the best friends and Jimmy Havoc and Kip Sabian. Mm-hmm. So this was better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, um, it wasn't as violent as they expected. With no, I think that's what I liked match. about it, though. Yeah. That's what yeah. I think I liked about it. But there was ladders, especially from what we got in the main event. Later. There was chairs. There was ladders. There was. I think that's what made it was that mm-hmm. it didn't take away from the main event. It would have had it been too fucking Jimmy Havoc over the top deathmatch right. shit. Right. But yeah, no, this mm-hmm. was fun. This was a fine little right. tag match. Yeah. Obviously, right. the best friends picked mm-hmm. up the victory. Yeah, they did. Um. Oh, this was one of the best segments of the week too. Probably second best in my opinion, but. uh Britt Baker was doing oh, a little Oh, fucking God, yes. Meeting. This was amazing. Yeah, like a, a promo in her dental office and her fucking uh, makeup artist who she kept calling uh, Reba. But her name's Rebel. <laughs> right. She used to wrestle on TNA. I've seen this chick wrestle before. Yeah. And... Um, I don't know what else she's done. I just recognized her from TNA. Right. And then, she, yeah, she kept, like talking about how people can't be role models and stuff and used like Tony's pictures <laughs> to like represent everything. Overweight, bad teeth. Still, right. <laughs> um, yeah. when, when she called her Reba for the first time, I mm-hmm. thought maybe TNA owned the Rebel name and she yeah. was going by Reba in AEW and yeah. then it said Rebel on her tights and she still kept calling her Reba and it was right. fucking fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, oh, and the part where she pulls her aside, she's like, you didn't call me Doctor Britt Baker. <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking fantastic. She's such a good heel. She's she's really yeah. nailed this character. She has. Like, yeah. Um Sean Spears took on Baron Black mm-hmm. and won uh with the sharpshooter. Yes. Also. Um yeah. I had it for news and rumors. Me too. But might as well bring it. Uh, Apparently, Sean Spears did ask for and was granted the permission to use the sharpshooter from Bret Hart. Yep. I had that for news and rumors. Which is pretty dope. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Right. Um, There was a backstage interview with Marco Stunt uh, just talking about how Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy couldn't be there and he's going to prove himself against Brody Lee. I, I like this because you could see he's mustering up the courage, but you could tell at the same time he's like, I'm going to get fucked up. This is going to be Lance Archer all over again. Yeah. This is actually what made me realize I wanted to see Lance Archer versus Brody Lee and send you that text was this. Mm-hmm. Okay. This Marco Stump promo made me realize I wanted to see Brody Lee face. Nice. Archer. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we got that match next. And it was exactly what it should have exactly. been. Exactly. Uh, Marco was a rag doll. And Mr. Brody beat Marco mm-hmm. up for seven or eight minutes and yeah. <laughs> won with a fucking mm-hmm. lariat he's been using. Yeah. Um, <coughs> like an acid rainmaker. Yeah. Uh, and then, oh, and then we got a John Moxley promo. Yeah. Um, telling about everything he's thankful for and, uh, you know, he's stuck out in the desert, but he'll be there next week. Yes. And the ending was just amazing <laughs> like yeah uh, I forget the line right before the last line though it was really good too but the last line was just as serious and like you thought he was going to say something like mean and awesome and like nope it's like and don't forget to call your grandma right <laughs> like <laughs> my, my uh yeah. I was going to say uh and then at that moment across the world hundreds of thousands of people called their grandma right. I didn't no, but that's because I don't have a grandma who's still right. alive to call. I have two, but it was late. and Yeah. <laughs> I um, would have called my grandma. Right. She was still with us. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then our main event. Main event. Lance Archer, Dustin Rhodes, semifinals for the TNT Championship. This is the Daryl Guns match of um, the week. Yeah, this was really fucking good. Uh, the only thing I, I didn't like Dustin. about it was the blatant... 
pulling blade. the turnbuckle off and it's well, blade and blade. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's whatever. I'm just saying, it's Dustin. That's pulling what he does the, anymore. Pulling the turnbuckle off and slamming his head into it right in front of the ref. Like, yeah, it's the referee's discretion. I know, but I just I want consistency with the rules. But that's it. Other mm-hmm. than that, fantastic match, good finish. Yeah. Lance won as he should. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, almost threw the talon. QT almost threw the talon right. at one point, and yeah, Cody and Brandy good. stopped him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Also, Brandy was wearing different outfits for both of the matches, mm-hmm. Cody and Dustin, and that's because I had this for News and Rumors, too, but we'll just do it now. That was because initially when they were taped, they were going to air on two different nights. Oh, okay. Fair and enough. then they didn't, obviously. Because ah. they were both last night. Nice. And that was Dynamite. That was Dynamite. Good show. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Then we moved on so, to NXT, cousin cousin. Yeah, we did. This was probably the best episode of NXT since No Fans. Yeah, I enjoyed this. This was really good. From from front to back, yeah. Yeah. Actually, this might be, since they went live to two hours, this might be the best two-hour episode of NXT. Yeah. But for sure without fans. Yeah. I don't know. That first one was a banger of a fucking episode. Yeah. And well, and the, the one that had um, the women's ladder match and the Gargano Champa. That was really good. Yeah. But the problem is, those were just bookends. There was nothing in the in middle. In the middle. This had shit in the middle. Right. Yeah. But let's start it. We did. We started off with a uh, uh, blah, blah, blah. interim NXT Cruiserweight title tournament match. Isaiah Swerve Scott versus El Hijo del Fantasma. I didn't realize until this match that they were doing this as a block mm-hmm. tournament. A block okay. and B block. Yeah. I didn't realize that. So that yeah. makes it even more interesting to it me. Really does. I like that G1 style of tournaments. <laughs> me too. So this isn't just the normal brackets yeah, like WWE Robin. does. This is dope. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I thought Elio was going to win this. He me was too. one of my early picks to take the whole thing, mm-hmm. but he ended up losing a swerve here. Yeah. So their records both improved to one and one for their blocks. Yep. They're tied in the middle. Nice. And yeah. And then uh, Dijakovic. Um, is apparently pissed at Johnny Gargano, so he's going to challenge him to a match. That should be next fun. week. That should be yeah, a lot of fun. I'm excited fun. for that. Yeah, I am too. The Styles Clash should be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, Size difference, goddamn. Right. And Gargano selling for fucking Dodgecovic shit. Yeah, Fuck yeah. Right. Right. Um, and then apparently El Hijo del Fantasma. Uh, this might have only been on, I don't know. Um, but there were mass kidnappers inside the performance center and he fought them off. Oh. I don't remember seeing that. It was during the commercial, so I think it was oh. It was for either in the picture if you or picture. Were, yeah, I, I, didn't didn't pay watch, attention. I didn't watch any of that. I never right. do. I never, yeah, I wasn't paying attention. So, okay. Um, Actually, I watched, when I watched it, all that was cut. So I didn't oh. get to see it just cut from yeah. segment to segment when they came back from commercial. So, okay. yeah. yeah. Um. <clears throat> Then, Casey Catanzaro took on Candice LeRae. New music, new gear, new right. look, new, new attitude, hair. new hair, new everything. fucking everything. Love and it. it was fantastic. And, uh, yeah, called her the Poison Pixie. I like that, too. Which is dope. I thought that was a neat little right. touch, yeah. And her finisher is going to be called the Wicked Stepsister. Yes. Like, love all of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm a mm-hmm. fan of the new Candice LeRae. Let's yeah. do this heel shit and do it proper. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Fucking fantastic. Yep. Um, yeah, and she beat Casey. Obviously. Of course. Yeah. Can't have a... Ricochet. I do like Casey a lot, too. I do too. She's so bubbly and cheerful and tiny mm-hmm. and... Right. Like, really, I, they should just put Casey and Ricochet together. Like, why not? Yeah, fuck it. <clears throat> I mean, they're together. Right. So, so put them together. together. Right. That's what they do everyone else. Yes. Except Charlotte and Andrade. Yeah, fuck that. Right. I don't well, know. If we Zelina got a Charlotte, and Alistair Black. Yeah. They haven't put them, them together yet. No, that's true. They put them against each other. But. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Priest cut a promo <clears throat> about his match with Keith Lee for the championship tonight. Yes, the North American title. Yes, that one. Which hopefully, mm-hmm. you know, we've said this before, puts the end to this whole fucking Keith Lee, Damian Priest, Dijakovic right. shit. So. I'm, I'm ready for something different yeah. with this belt. Please yeah. and thank you. Right. It's been... It's been since six, Keith Lee months. got it. Right. Yeah. Right after Survivor Series. Yeah. So. So almost six months mm-hmm. or right around the six month mark. Yeah. Fuck that. Right. Fuck it. Um... <laughs> 
We had the newly broed show. This was the fucking best thing <laughs> fucking ever. Oh my god. Yeah. I was laughing so fucking I had to watch it twice because so they had me laughing so hard the first time I didn't hear what they said <laughs> and, and just basically rewatched the whole fucking right. segment. This is the best thing Brian Byron Saxon. Brian um, Saxon. Byron Saxon has ever fucking done. Yeah. His energy level was so, perfect for this. Mm-hmm. I want more Byron Saxon, Matt Riddle interactions. Yeah. Saxon's cheesiness with Matt Riddle just being Matt Riddle. Like, those right. two could feed off each other really fucking well, I think. Yeah. And Saxon's quick enough. Yeah, he is. From having to learn yeah. to come back from JBL shit. Right. He got quick enough that I think the two of them could have some fun. But yeah. no, this was fantastic. Yeah, it was. It was basically uh, like a newlywed game kind of thing right. where how well do you know your tag team partner? Yeah. And yeah, and I loved because like you could see Matt Riddle writing the answers as Timothy Thatcher is saying it, right? <laughs> and like, it's yeah, like, we got it right, bro. And he was take, making tons of like weeds and weed and drug jokes. Yes, a lot, the time. a lot of and drug jokes. That was, surprised me. Yeah, it was hilarious. Yeah, it was really funny. So good. I liked it. Um, yeah, and then they got attacked by Imperium. Yes. Yeah, but. That was the end of really that. Good. But yeah, great mm-hmm. segment. Um, and then Adam Cole cut a promo yes. that he's going to face Dream next week, and Dream's not worthy, but we all know he is, and God, I hope he wins. It just means... Like, I don't want him to... <sighs> it just tells me that WWE's confident Dream didn't do the shit we talked about last week, which you can hear about free on the Bud Guys. Yeah, that's true. Um, because otherwise, there's no way in hell. Look at how fast they shut Enzo down. Once right. he got accused of that shit right. four That's or true. five years ago or whatever it was. God, it hasn't been that long. Maybe not. It might be like it. closer to like three years ago maybe, yeah. but yeah. still. Right. Uh, NXT Women's Championship match. Charlotte Flair versus Mia Yim. Um, I'm going to be honest. It didn't mm-hmm. keep my attention. I barely yeah. paid attention to it. Charlotte won. I know right. that much. Yeah. She used the Which figure eight. And then EO showed up. Afterwards, they just kind of looked at each then, other. Yeah, they're going to face each other. I think they're facing each other next week, honestly. Okay. So, because they, yeah. Next week on NXT or next week at Money in the Corporate I think bank NXT. Because um, they took, which I think I had this for news and rumors too, but they took Charlotte off of the Money in the Bank poster. Oh, okay. And then I'm pretty sure they announced, yeah, the championship match next week. So I'm, I'm down for that. Pretty sure that's what they moved it. In. Let's go. So, right? Uh, oh, really good promo with Carrie and Cross and Scarlett Bordeaux. Bordeaux. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited yeah. to see these two more on my <clears> TV. Too. I'm I'm liking this already. Mm-hmm. The name change, whatever. I could give a shit yeah. less. I actually um, do like it a little bit better than Killer Cross, honestly. Yeah. Killer Cross sounds too much like Killer Croc from Batman to mm-hmm. me. That's what I That's think what of I, every time too. I hear it. Me too. And so, yeah, I think this is a little bit better mm-hmm. personally, but... Whatever. I'm glad Scarlet kept hers, though. Her name's great. Yeah, her Scarlet name's fantastic, Bordeaux. yeah. Love it. It's a good name. Um, it's better than Oom Daryl, that's yeah. for damn sure. Yeah, it is. Oom Daryl, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Uh, Dexter Loomis took on Shane Thorne next. Yes, and one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like Dexter Loomis. Me too. I was a fan of him he's and Sam Shaw in the Indies, though. Yeah. yeah, he's got a fantastic character. Right. And he's a big, badass-looking motherfucker, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I want him to be just the muscle for somebody. Like, I don't know know who, but somebody... Somebody. I don't know. Johnny and Candace? That would be dope. That would be interesting. A little trio action going on there? Yeah. Just weird. That would be dope. I like that. Uh, Keith Lee cut a promo and Damian Priest next. So yeah, happened. I had to have the revenge yeah. promo. Yeah, obviously. And then honestly, my match of the week—I don't even give a shit. I can understand. Uh, this was a great interim match. NXT Cruiserweight Title Championship Tournament match: Drake Maverick versus Tony Nese. Yeah, this was fucking fantastic. This was as well. yeah. This was like the story match of the week, mm. in my opinion. Yes. Like, um, yeah, I just loved it. Uh, telling the story of like Drake Maverick fighting back and finally fucking picks up the win and. Uh, championship thing. Mm-hmm. I really hope they're fucking. I still. I mean, I know we probably said it, it every is, week since he got. It fired, is bullshit, but I kind of do too. The longer this goes getting, on, yeah. I kind of hope this is a swerve for Drake right. Maverick to win the whole thing. Yeah, I hope he wins the whole thing, and that's the story. And they've been working us since fucking day one. 
he's going to win the whole thing, mm-hmm. and he's going to leave with the belt, and then they're just going to write the belt off TV, and that's how they get rid of this Cruiserweight Championship that they don't really need. I guess. Or that, I mean, well, then that'd be when uh, What's-His-Face comes back with the real one. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Because hopefully by then this all shit will be over. Um, Alright. And then... So yeah, next week's gonna has a hell of a lineup. Yeah. Because it was announced. It's going to be Charlotte Flair versus Io Shirai. Gargano versus Dijakovic. And Adam Cole versus Velveteen Dream. So yeah, next week's going to be like, a really great episode yeah. too. So. Two championship matches. That sounds like we're getting four more good hours of wrestling next week, bud. I'm excited. But let's finish out last week. We still got... Oh, sorry. Let's say we start SmackDown Live. Well, we still have the main event. Oh, that's right. We do need to talk about that, don't we? The North American Championship match. Keith Keith Lee Lee versus versus Damian Priest. Yeah, this was solid. Yeah, it was solid. Uh, And and Keith Lee... Kept the Picked win. Yeah, God, I hope that. Yeah, I hope this is it though. Like, yeah, let's move on to something bombs. else. Yeah, let's move. Let's on. move on to something that's not the big guys and not undisputed era. Right. I kind of want. That's the thing is um, who like right. Loomis, they haven't built enough yet. He's no. still too new. Same thing with Cross. He needs a couple well, fights yeah. first. Yeah. Riddle's busy with tag team. Right. If Thatcher was solo, Thatcher and Riddle right. or Thatcher and Keith Lee would be dope. Um. But he's filling in for Pete oh Dunn right now. Why can't I think of his name right now? I don't know. The Back to the Future dude. Kushida. Kushida. That'd be fun. Kushida and Keith Lee. I think that would be a fun match. Especially after seeing how Kushida can work with the bigger guys after seeing him and Walter. Right. After Walter beat the fuck out of him. Yeah. Why don't Keith Lee yeah. beat the fuck out of him too? Yeah, let's do that a little bit. Uh, yeah, it'll Change mix up with time. what Keith Lee's doing. Because he's been having the same matches since Survivor Series. Right, he's capable of a lot more, as we both right. know. So, a lot of shit. Yeah, because he's a big guy. He can move. He does those fucking flippity dips and Fuck shit. Yeah. And flippity dips and shit. Fucking uh, cartwheels. Flippity doo dahs and flippity doo dahs and, yeah. and flippity day days. Right. All the fucking flips. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Smackdown Live, sister, sister. Right. Uh, we started sister, off sister. with I have um, no clue Daniel Bryan cutting a promo about wanting to win Mar- Money in the Bank. Oh, okay, and then Baron Corbin came out, and uh, Corbin or they had a match, and then Corbin hit Bryan with a ladder, and then Nakamura and Cesaro came out and they attacked the Bryan. Out Daniel Bryan, right, and then threw him on a pile of ladders. Fair enough. So, yeah. Um. And I haven't got to watch this part yet. I want to, but Bray Wyatt had a, uh, or Braun Strowman was cutting a promo and then was interrupted by Bray, Bray Wyatt. Um, yeah. And he wants his belt back. Talk about he does. He wants his belt back. He wants revenge for Braun leaving him and blames Braun for breaking up the family. And um, even though, so like I watched ups and downs mm-hmm. and uh, he pointed out, because I don't quite remember, but Braun was drafted to SmackDown or Raw or Vice Versa. Whatever it was, right? Way, but, <clears throat> yeah, so it wasn't even... It was like, His doing, yeah. right? If you want to get mad at someone, get mad at Vince McMahon. Probably He's already is. It. Well, yeah. Everyone, <laughs> everyone is. Um, all right. Uh, Sheamus took on Leon Ruff next and won with a bro kick. Yeah. Sweet. And then, then they did a Jeff Hardy video. Ruff! Right. Sorry. And we're going to get Seamus. Seamus and Jeff Hardy are going to feud or something. So. I think next week they should have Jeff Hardy take on Leon Rush. Mm-hmm. Ruff. Mm-hmm. Leon Ruff. So we can see who does a better job of beating Leon Ruff before we get Seamus and Jeff Hardy. Yeah. It's probably a good idea. So I, like, just, I, like I just like saying Leon mm-hmm. Ruff. That's a good name. Ruff. Hope yeah. he says it like that every time. Right. Hi, my name's Leon Ruff. Yeah. Okay. Enough with Leon. Next match. Or segment or whatever happened. Yeah. Uh, Carmella took on Mandy Rose. Hey, we haven't seen Carmella in a while. Right. That's neat. And Mandy I think this was a Money in the Bank qualifying match. No. Oh. Carmella won because Sonya distracted her. Nice. So Good call. Sonya attacked call. Mandy. Yeah. Afterwards. Plus we need Carmella and Miss Money in the Bank. In the Money in the Bank. Right. I hope James Ellsworth pulls down both of she them. She won the first two. Yeah. She did. Back-to-back um, days. Right. Uh, Forgotten Sons took on The New Day. I forgot about them. Yeah. 
He won't for long because they won. Was it the same Blake and it was the other one? Not Jackson oh, Riker? Right, yeah, Riker, yeah. Why the fuck are they not doing anything with Jackson Riker? Is he hurt or something? He's the, he's the muscle. So he he's should the... muscle somebody and fucking yeah. do something. I want to see him kick somebody's ass. That's what they need to do. I changed my mind. They need to book Jackson Riker with Leon Ruff next week. There we go. And him fucking powerbomb Ruff through the floor like fucking Brody Lee did with whoever mm-hmm. the fuck he did it to. I don't remember anymore. Yeah. Guy. Um, and Miz and Morrison were on commentary, too, for the whole thing. So Fair enough. Yep. Um, that was probably a good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tamina was being interviewed. Sasha um, interrupted, tried to distract her. Oh, this was pretty good. Bailey tried to sneak up on Tamina, and Tamina like, turned around right at the right time and then like grabbed her by the throat. It was pretty dope. Nice. Take that, Bailey, right. if that's your real yeah. name. And then Lacey Evans got involved, and next week we're going to get Tamina and Lacey Evans versus Sasha and Bailey. I really hope they're going to do something with Tamina here. I don't know why, but I'm all about right. Tamina all of a sudden. Right. Because it's different. Yeah. Right? I'm okay. Like, if she beats Bailey, I'm okay with it. Me too. Tamina like, shows totally. up for a feud like two times a year, and yeah. then you forget about her. Right. And here she is. Yeah. Let's use her. And this is the best Tamina I've seen. Like, I love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then our main event. Main event. Uh, another men's money. Well, this one's a men's money in the bank qualifying match. Dolph Ziggler versus Otis. Otis. Um, yeah, Otis won with the caterpillar. Um, yeah, Capitilla. So I don't even care. Like I don't either. I know I want. I've been saying I want Alistair to win the briefcase, but God, if Otis won, it would be amazing. It kind of makes me wish that Mandy was in it, and then Otis and Mandy both won. Well, let's talk about this on that note with your fantasy book in there. This is news and rumors, and this will be a good jumping in point Mm -hmm. here. So let's go. Both Money in the Bank matches are going to be held in the same motherfucking place at the same motherfucking time. Yeah, they are. Which is dope as shit. Yeah, they announced it on SmackDown. Um, Yeah. It's going to be dope. I'm excited to see... Me too. See this. Yeah. Like it's gonna be uh, Observer reported Sami Zayn was supposed to appear on SmackDown but chose to stay home. Rumors are he was feeling a little under the weather and thought it'd be better to be safe than sorry. Yeah. Um, that's, that's the whole point of all this shit. So yeah. It's a good idea. Street Profits versus Riking Raiders match was supposed to happen at Money in the Bank. Or apparently he's being moved to Money in the Bank. It was originally gonna happen on Raw and then they thought about moving it to Money in the Bank and I guess now finally they're talking about doing it at both they're gonna do one next week at Raw and then they're gonna have the rematch at Money in the Bank okay which means Viking Raiders are probably winning so yeah um Observer also reported that Becky Lynch has been receiving a lot of interest from the entertainment industry and didn't mention any specific TV shows movie producers anything like that okay um, I'm guessing you got yeah. something on that. I was going to say, I'll add on to that. Uh, TMZ is reporting that Becky Lynch... Well, Becky TMZ reported that Becky Lynch said, so she did say it, okay. um, that apparently she has two mentors helping her with her acting career, and they are John Cena and The Rock. Okay. So, yeah. And she's also going to be on... Um, she's going to be featured in a major national women's magazine. So, and she, yeah, they're going to have a major feature on her. Right on. And, but it doesn't say what the... Okay. Well, that's pretty cool. It's going to be. Yep. Uh, Zerver also reports that the Young Bucks versus the Revolt is going to be starting sooner rather than later. Okay. I mean, they can tease it, but like... 90 days at least. Right. And we're down to... I think that's what they what's meant. It been? I think three, that's two what, or three weeks. I think that's what they meant. Yeah. Was that, okay. I think that's what Meltzer meant, was that it's going to start, like, building right. this, it's not going to be a match right off bat, but they're going to start building the story yeah. before the 90 day. Which makes sense. Because like, they can. Well, they already did, because on the, uh, the newest episode of Being the Elite, they, mm-hmm. they teased it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So. Um, apparently the state of Oklahoma wants to bring wrestling shows to the state in the very near future, mm-hmm. um, which is just, I guess, surprising a lot of people because, you know. Shouldn't be having group gatherings and shit right now. Right. Because, you know, things are happening with right. whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
This past week, we celebrated the two-year anniversary of Titus World Slide. Yeah, yeah. The greatest Royal Rumble. Yeah, I've watched that video God, so at least ha- times. Well, yeah, but at least half a dozen times this week. Right. <laughs> in memory of it. So, every, every time I come across of it. Every it. fucking year, man. Mm-hmm. Every year. Uh, word on the street, according to Sports Illustrated, actually, is that Mandy Rose directly pitched the her Otis Dolph Ziggler Sonya Deville storyline and Vince McMahon herself. Yes, and I had that. It's inspired by their real life friendship. Mm-hmm. So, right. yeah, uh, that came from uh, SI. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, former Lou Gallows, Doc Gallows. Yeah, he's got a, quite a few names. Uh, has that. filed trademark for the name mm-hmm. Sex Ferguson, as well as which some of you buds out there may recognize. What? Fucking Nathan. Oh. Like, scroll up. He just asked what time tonight, and it's like three text up. For That's <laughs> how Nathan. Fu- what time you. tonight? Anyway. That's Nathan. Fucking Nathan. So, yeah, uh, Sex Ferguson, as you may or may not remember, buds, is from South Paul Regional Wrestling. Yes. That was one of his characters there. He was Tex there. I thought he was also Sex Ferguson in the second season. No, I think he was only Tex on there because PG pal. But he he was Sex when he did. Um, they did that show on high or. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking um, about. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh Curtis Axel has been released this week. Yeah. Yeah. Sucks, but I mean, it, I mean, I kind of forgot he was there. Right. So I don't. Um, yeah, it surprised me that. He wasn't part of the first part. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I guess we'll add on to it. I have two more releases. Okay. Of those. Um, apparently, Gerald Briscoe was also yeah, that was a the part other of one those. I, I only had two. And so. uh, Kane Vasquez. Oh, I didn't. Uh, uh, has also been. Released. I did hear that. I saw that on I don't know what culture or some mm-hmm. WrestleMania. I don't remember exactly Whatever. where. Yeah, one of those. Um, Matt Cardona for for you WWE fans out mm-hmm. there, Zack Ryder. Has filed trademark for Internet Champion. Yeah. Um, he is also already trademarked, always with a Z, ready. And he uh, is retained the services of Michael E. Dawkins, who is responsible for helping a lot of uh, wrestlers in AEW with their mm. uh, trademarks and shit. So. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty good. Nice. Um, um, if we're keeping talking about releases, I also have another one. I guess I do have King Velasquez released. Is oh, right, right there on my nice. list. So yeah, um, Cassius Ono, like two days after he it was announced, he was released. WWE Shop released a uh, new T-shirt for him. Oh yeah, right. Nice. Like that's. I mean, as long as he's still getting paid from that, that's fine. But it's still kind of a dick move. Pretty sure he is. Yeah. I think they uh, have those things. Mm-hmm. Like, those are, you know... Like, even if you don't have a contract, you yeah, still get you paid still royalties on your merchandise right. and shit. Yeah, they better. Um, Make-A-Wish uh-huh. has turned 40 years old this yes. year. And uh, the man who's granted more wishes than anybody, Mr. John Cena, went on mm-hmm. uh, Twitter to give them some praise and recognition for their awesome work. And... Mm-hmm. A lot of people have speculated over the number, but he's himself, from the man himself, has done more than 650 grand wishes. That's crazy. Uh, for a kid. Yeah. That's a lot of fucking wishes to grant, dude. Right. Like, a lot. Especially for somebody as busy as John Cena was from, like, yeah. what, 2008 to 2014 or 15 or whatever. Eight-ish. Right. I mean, maybe even seven. I don't know when his run really, really started. Right. I just know, for me, his height hit when he returned at the Rumble in 08. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was as far high. as I know, that was like his high point where it mm-hmm. put him into that next level. Yeah. Um, we didn't talk about this in the match, and I'm glad I put this down though. Okay. But the reason I gave the Lance Archer match my match of the move was the at week. one point, or the yeah match of the week was because of the move of the week, right. which was Lance Archer fucking giving a twisting arm bar onto Dustin Rhodes. And he climbed up to the fucking top rope 
And yeah. old school to cross like Undertaker, but right. instead of going like halfway, went flip. like fucking three quarters of the way. And then instead mm-hmm. of coming down with an arm bar over the arm, turned the opposite way and just fucking moonsaulted off the top rope yeah. on the Dustin Rhodes. Just fucking dumb. That's badass. Mm-hmm. God damn. Um, and then the last thing that I have was Kofi Kingston mm-hmm. uh, went out on Twitter and had posted confirming that Brock Lesnar actually was the one that put together the spot between them at the 2020 Rumble because of mm-hmm. how quickly he beat uh, Kofi for the belt yeah. and all that shit. Nice. Um, yeah. And said he has an awesome mind for the business and Kofi feels that Brock will never get the credit he deserves for that. No. I think he will. By yeah. fans like us, 15 years down the road or whatever, people will look back yeah. and see it. The problem with him is that mm-hmm. it's this problem with a lot of, and we'll talk about this before we go off the air mm-hmm. this week with the Top 100 recap when we get there, mm-hmm. but like so many wrestlers are held back by how great they could be by the shitty booking in WWE yeah. for the last, I mean shit, at least seven years since you got me back into it, yeah. so... Yeah. And that's all I have this week. What do you got for us, BJ? Well, I guess since we're already on the Kofi Kingston thing, uh, he was a question, or I guess an answer. To, or yeah, no, he was... How's that work? He was a question, or an answer, on um, Jeopardy. Yeah, they give you this night. answer, and you yeah, have to write the right, question. That's right. Yeah, so he was the answer. Him and No Way Jose were an answer on uh, last night in, on Jeopardy. Okay. It says the... First W in WWE where Kofi Kingston and No Way Jose wrestle with issues. And it was like, what's it stand for? Or whatever. Oh, okay. So it's world. Right. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. That's he was pretty excited because. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would be too. It's fucking Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. That's a big deal. Uh, apparently. So the Re- Revival had trademarked certain things before their release. Um. I don't know which ones, but apparently their the terms of their release were, uh, and the reason they were granted it was because they signed over those trademarks to WWE. Oh, and then they were granted the release. So, yeah, kind of a dick move, but whatever. It doesn't surprise me, mm-hmm. not at all. Yeah, um, the last four weeks of TV where they decide or for AEW where they decided to tape. You know, they tape those four. Apparently, Tony Khan um, sat down on, like, the Tuesday before they mm-hmm. did it and wrote the whole, all four shows I saw by that. himself. So, it was dope. I saw that, yeah. And that's where he made the, put the tournament in there, wrote the whole tournament, brought in the local people. Like, yeah. Yep. Um, Rob Gronkowski is now the second longest reigning 24-7 champion after our truth behind us. no behind Riddick Moss oh, okay yeah like single reign right um yeah. I still assumed it was and he R-Truth, is but... as of today Saturday when we're recording yesterday for you buds uh he is 14 days away from number one number one so he'll probably get it realistically yeah yeah okay so right on um I think you had like everything else I had Fair enough. I actually remembered to like flag stuff this week on Reddit to talk about. So yeah, about pretty that. good. Is it okay? Money, 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 money. In the bank trivia. Okay, sure. Question number one: Multiple choice. Okay. Who has competed in the most Money in the Bank ladder matches? Choices are A. Dolph Ziggler. B. Christian. C. It's gotta be Kane. D, Kofi Kingston. Damn it. Because <laughs> in my head when you said it, the first two that popped in my mind was Dolph Ziggler and Kofi Kingston. Okay. Um, <laughs> the first two and, people on on my mind are on uh-huh. this list too, but okay. it's not... If mine were Kane and Dolph Ziggler were my first okay. two thoughts. Yeah. No, I wouldn't... I don't think Kane's been... I mean, he's been in some and he won one, but I don't think... Or given it's Rumbles, I think he has the most Rumbles, but... I'd believe that too. Yeah. yeah. Um... Let's go with Dolph. Dolph Ziggler. Yes. Survey says the answer is Kane. Is it Kane? Yeah, it is Kane. And this is from WWE's website directly, so these aren't right, then that's their fault. Right. Number two, true or false? John Cena has been on the receiving end of more cash-in attempts than any other superstar. 
So more wrestlers have cashed in on John Cena than anybody else. True or false? I'm going to go with true. That sounds like it could be right. It's not John Cena. No. The answer is true. It is true. Okay. Edge, Rob Van Dam, and Damian Sandow all cashed in their contracts on John Cena. So there you go. Number three, what's the most popular show to cash in a Money in the Bank contract on? A, WrestleMania. B, SmackDown Live. B, Monday Night Raw, Brother, Brother. Or D, SummerSlam. I think Raw. I was going to say SummerSlam. The answer is Monday Night Raw, Brother, Brother. That does make sense because there's quite a few like the next night and shit. Right. Next night, yeah. Raw after. I mean, there was Raw... Whatever that was, 500, 1,000, yeah. or whatever, where Cena yep. was cast, or cashed in. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, Edge. Number four. How many Money in the Bank contract holders have given advance notice of their cash-in? A, two. Is that your answer? Yeah, okay. two. The other options are one, eight, and five. And the answer is two. Yeah. John Cena and... Uh-huh. Who's the other one? John Cena and... Braun Strowman. Brock. Didn't Braun? Huh? I thought Braun also announced his. Fair enough. I I thought it was Brock. I don't know. It didn't say who, so I don't know. Question five. True or false? Is Seth Rollins... That's not true or false, but... Okay. Same thing. Is Seth Rollins the youngest Money in the Bank ladder match winner? The youngest. No. Is not. Do you know who is for bonus Probably point? Dolph. No. Jack Swagger. Oh, okay. He was 28 years and four days old when he won. Okay. So, current day Jake Hager. Great. For you AEW fans mm-hmm. out there. Number six. How many Money in the Back... Money in the Bank ladder matches have taken place? 20? 15? 10? Or 17? 17. The answer is 20. Okay. Number seven, who's the fastest superstar to successfully cash in their money in the bank? John Cena, Kane, Dean Ambrose, or Randy Orton? Kane. It was Kane. Yeah. So one of the world titles. Yeah. Uh, Chris Benoit, I believe. Hmm? Might he be Chris Benoit, maybe? No. no, it was after that. It was that recent one. It was like 2015. Fair enough. Uh, how many super, the same thing. How many superstars have failed to successfully cash in their money in the bank? One, two, three, or four? Three. Yeah. Three? Vizdal, Cena, and someone. I feel like there's a third. Vizdal, <laughs> Cena. Right. But I felt like there was a third. Braun. Braun. Three. Three. Four. Four. Baron Corbin. Oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot Baron he Corbin was, in one. When he still had long hair before he shaved his head. Yeah. And then they, like, took it from him against Cena, wasn't it? Yeah. Something like that. Or maybe he was just feuding with Cena. Uh, what is the most popular month for Money in the Bank cash-ins? August, April, June, or November? Uh, April. It's actually June. June? Okay. Last question. How many superstars have competed in a Money in the Bank ladder match total? 40, 50, 60, or 70? I'm going to go with 60. It is 60. And that takes us to the top 100 wrestlers of the previous decade. Yeah. 2010 to 2019. Right. We're going to be recalculating, reorganizing, redistributing uh, numbers 90 through 71. Yeah. And we're going to lock in 81 to 90. Yeah, so let's jump right in with number mm-hmm. 90. Originally, was Devon Dudley. Yep. And this is where I put Kento Miyahara. Right, and I have El Terrible. Uh, they're locked in. Not going nowhere. Next up, DJ. Uh, 89 was Hideo Itami for you WWE fans, or Kenta for you... No, yeah, Kenta for you Japan fans. New Japan. New Japan. Well, well New Japan, and all Japan. Japan. Yeah, just so Japanese just wrestling. Japan. Japan. You're right. Right. So, fuck off. I will. Uh, I have been fucked off. Yeah. We have uh, Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin both. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, number 88 was originally El Terrible or El Terrible for you AAA mm-hmm. fans out there. And this is where we both actually have Pentagon Jr. As yeah. you buds know, neither of us are a big fan of Mr. Jr. here. Right. So, 
Right? And then 87 was Jay Uso. And uh, this is where I had Mara Fuji. This is where I put Sting. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a little too old for this decade, like mm. a few other guys here. Just little, mm-hmm. though. Uh, number 86. This is where Mr. Junior Pentagon first appeared. And mm. as you know, we put him back. And this is where, oh, both of us have Dr. Wagner Jr. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, we whatever. We just talked about him recently. Yeah. You can find out all these wrestlers free in the Bud Kives right. as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, 85 was uh, Mara Fuji. And this is where I put Andrade, locking him in. And this, this is, is like our big dif- biggest difference, too. Yeah, this is where I put Mar Fuji. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Right where you go. Right. Yeah, right where he started. Uh, after that was from, number 84, Luke Harper, or Mr. Brody. Brody Lee for you AEW fans. Yeah. Uh, this is where I put Swama. Yeah, and I put Kenta here. Yeah. Locked him in. Yeah, I'm not... Right, and then uh, 83 was Baron Corbin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is where I put Swamo. This is where I put Ryback. Feed him more. He's still hungry, man. Mm-hmm. Number 82 was originally Sexual Chocolate, the man and father of the hand, Mark mm-hmm. Henry. And this is where I put Braun Strowman. Uh, and this is where I put Sting. Yeah. Um, I put Sting a little further up just because, I mean, he did have a good run for the first five years in TNA. Yeah. Champion and things like that. I just, I personally felt the other guys were better. Yeah. Did more in the decade, were more impactful than Sting. Because TNA was never as big as it should have been. Well, yeah, there is that. Oh, yeah. And then. I mean, he also faced Seth Rollins. That's valid. And Triple H. And Triple H. <laughs> All right. Uh, 81 mm-hmm. was Jimmy Uso. This is where I put Ryback. Yeah. And this is where I put Kenta. Mm-hmm. And that's who's locked in. Yep. As it. we already kind of mentioned, the one big click, difference click. there is going to be Andrade. Yeah. And then uh, who do you have that I don't? Strowman. Strowman. That's who you've got still left. So let's jump on in then to the top ten. These guys Mm -hmm. are still alive, but here's where they stay for now. Number 80 was originally Frankie Kazarian, and this is where BJ and I both have placed Frankie Kazarian. Yep, sure did. He's still alive. Right. Yeah. Um, All right, 79, this is where Braun Strowman was. This is where I put Luke Harper. Mm. This is where I put Andrade. Uh, So let's, real quick... I mean, the next one, I guess, just we'll yeah. knock it out here. 78, Sting. This right. is where I put Luke Harper. Right, and this is where I put Braun. So we got Braun and Andrade. Mm-hmm. What made you put Andrade so much farther back? Like, um, as we talk through this week after week, you seemed way higher on Andrade than me, and then we get here, and he's way higher on my list than he is on yours. Yeah, uh, I just, I don't know. Like, he, I mean, he had that run in NXT, and I mean, he did, you know, but I don't know much of his Mexican stuff. And I think the best is yet for him to come. Fair enough. But he's just now getting into his groove on the main roster in WWE, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. And it's already 2020. I get that. I think Andrade is going to be locked in the next time we lock guys (laughs) in, to be honest with you. But I also think this is his decade now. The 2020s is going to be the decade of Andrade. We're going to see some crazy shit out of him. And I think, I mean, you know, Braun Strowman's got some big rubs throughout the years. Um, I think Braun Strowman, as with so like, many WWE guys, are is a victim of shit booking, mm-hmm. man. He should have he he won the championship yeah. those years ago. He should have. Like, I will say that. But that run, when he should have won That run up to that was fantastic. Awesome. I do agree like, with you Like, his Brock feud with Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns and tipping all that shit over in the fucking truck. and all, I fucking I'll be honest. Shit. It was really hard for me to decide who was going to not get locked in between Strowman, Kenta, and Kazari. And I had those yeah. guys pretty much on the same level for different reasons. Right. So that's pretty tough. Mm-hmm. But all right, uh, you're up. 77. 77 yeah. was Bobby Fish. Mm-hmm. This is where we both put Marty Skrull. Yeah, we actually, so, uh, yeah, we have a couple differences in the top 10 right now, which mm-hmm. more so than normal for us. Yeah. Uh, next up, number 76 was originally Kota Ibushi. And this is where we both had put, who mm-hmm. we just talked about, Bobby Fish. Yeah. Mr. Fishy's here. How much fish would Bobby Fish fry if Bobby Fish could fry fish? I don't know. I'm 76. Because that's where he is. Yes, I agree. Right. 76 fish. Uh, yes. And then 75, this is where Swama was. This is where I put Hiroki Goto. Yeah. This is where I put Pete Dunne. Yes. Pete Dunne had a fantastic decade of what yeah. I saw. Of it. Both his progress and his NXT stuff were fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I actually have him way further up. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. 
And then 74 is where Brock Lesnar was, and this is where I have Kota Ibushi. Yeah, this is where I put Hiroki Goto, just one spot different from you. Yeah. Number 73, uh, we got fucked up there somewhere, but whatever. It's Ryback, and this is where I put Kota Ibushi. I think it went twice. You did, but it's fine. It's fine. I'll just go twice in a row. And this is where I put Champa. Yeah. And then number 72 was originally Dr. Wagner Jr. This is where I put Champa. Mm-hmm. And this is where I put Pete Dunne. Yeah. And mainly, I mean, just because my thought on Pete Dunne is they built a whole new TV show and, like, division More in WWE around him. around him in his 600-day title reign. Yeah, that's like, valid. None of those other guys have done that. That's valid. I might have to put that in consideration next yeah. time we reorder, because that is a good point. Right. Especially when I'm looking at, like, Goto and Ibushi. Mm-hmm. That's what, I mean, yeah, Goto and Ibushi both had, I mean, they've had great reigns, but they still haven't had, neither of them had that, I mean, until now, which Ibushi won after the first year. Right. right? You know, haven't had that taste of the top top. Right. And while, you know, maybe... UK division isn't the top top. It's still, you know, a top title has its own TV show. Yep, that's valid. That's no, where I'm that's at. That's a good point. Like, yeah. All good things. Well, then let's wrap it up here, BJ, number 71. Yep, number 71. This is where Goto was, and we both put Brock Lesnar. Yeah, and there's no doubt that's about a, it. I don't think yeah. there's any one person in all of professional wrestling who's been responsible for more eyeballs watching wrestling, yeah. for more money being pulled into wrestling mm-hmm. than Brock Lesnar himself. Yeah. As we've said it many times, and if you don't believe us, you can check them out again for free in the Bud Kives, all of them, all 124 episodes mm-hmm. and some little Bud Kives, or little Bud episodes rather, right. that... The only problem we have with Brock Lesnar is we want him on our TV more than he is. Exactly. More or none. Right. Pick one. And that's what, I mean, is he even on the top of all time? Or because that was so soon. No, he would Lesnar, no. He would be, though. Like, if we went back and did our top 100 of all time. I Fuck mean, yeah, he would be. I would Brock Lesnar him... is one of those guys that didn't make it prior to that yeah. list because that list was from 2011. Right, exactly. But, you know, looking at my top ten, I'd put him up, well, I'd put him right outside of the top ten. Like, he's up there He's with top 15 for sure. Le- yeah. Yeah. At least... Right. Because, like, we have... Let's see. I'm going to flip over some Angle, list right Angle Rock, Piper, Rhodes. Yeah, he's right He's in right there. there, yeah. I don't know where he would be, but he'd be right in there. You're right, though. Piper Rhodes, Kurt Angle. Like, I would put him above Sting. Bret Hart. Personally. Yeah, Bret Hart, The Rock. He's not Undertaker. No, he's not He's somewhere between Sting and Undertaker on my list. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking, too. Like, yeah. He could be better than Angle. He could be better. It's just hard to say. It is, and it's only going to get harder as we go. Join us next week, buds, as we go over number 70, R-Truth. Yeah. And number 69. Yes, she did. El Messias. Nice. Or however the fuck you say it. Right. Messias. I don't know. I'm not sure. But we'll find out. Not a coffee. Find out. That's one of my favorite things, I guess, is learning about some of these AAA guys, even though Mm -hmm. it's not really my thing, which is why I don't watch it in the first place. Right. But yeah, and also, in celebration of season three, even though this is episode three, Mm -hmm. Mike's back on the mic. Did you even notice? Oh. Mike's on the mic. I... Yeah, I noticed he was there, but I don't remember... He just came back. ...him being gone, so... And he's going to sign us off here, because that's how we do. That's how we do. Yeah. But yeah, and and make sure to leave us a five-star comment, like, share, subscribe, review, all those things, tell your friends. I also have some other news, real quick. Apparently, IRS, Irwin R. Schleister, just made a Twitter yesterday. Nice. And it's at Mike Rotunda. We'll have to follow him on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, so money, pretty dope. money, money, anyway, money, money. Anyway, I just followed him for us. So. All right. Anyway, at budsww on the Twitter or email to Gmail at the same. You can hit me up at d a r e l underscore g u n s. And you can get me at beach two thousand four. That's b e j two double zero four. Now leave us a five-star comment, like, share, subscribe. Right. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Tell your coffee dealer. Uh, that you know to listen. Aren't they called baristas? Don't they get fancy names? No, they're coffee dealers. Fair That's enough. what I would do. I, I want to offer a coffee shop, and I'm going to name the people coffee dealers that work there because that sounds dope. You should meet me at the coffee shop. Right. We shall dance like Iggy Pop. Take me down to the candy shop. 
take me down to Paradise City, where the, the grass, grass is green, green and the girls are pretty. Yep. Which means they're Karoshita. And until next time, buds, that's BJ uh, over there. Boom to that girl over there. Peace out, guys. Smell you later. Bye. See ya. Fuck off. Go away. Go away. Yeah.